0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Chris Rossini, our co host. Chris, good to have you with us.
1: It's great to be with you, Dr.
0: Paul. Very good, uh, you know, before we start our program, because I want to continue our discussion about yesterday and this uh, obsession by getting this uh, uh, passport, you know the vaccine passport, which is so symbolic of a uh, total control of the people, and of course, we know that there are some proposals yesterday that we'll get into in a bit but uh, i want to I want to mention one economic uh, problem which uh, just might be something so serious and is going to coincide with these additional penalties uh, for COVID. Uh, they've, they've been blending together. The markets have turned down uh, even before COVID, and they're both a big problem. Uh, and it's been hidden a bit by just printing a lot of money, and the people love the printing of money. But today's report showed that uh, this transitory inflation, instead of fading, it, it has just, for the PPI, just jumped up over 8%. That's significant. And that, that was, uh, the last report was August. So September uh, could could be worse, but uh, I think that there's a lot of stagflation out there. It's going to continue. It's not going to be transitory, and uh, they're going to uh, uh, have to be concerned one day because uh, uh, you, you, you know you uh, know the, uh, the the. Inflation, inflationary downturns can, can turn into an inflationary depression. Stagflation can lead to that. So that's the concern, and uh, and I think people should be concerned about this coincided with the evidence now of where the economy really is, uh, even though nobody quite admits to it. And uh, they, they like to hear cheerful words from the Fed. It's just transitory. It's going to go away. Well, we don't happen to believe that, and uh, we'll have to wait and see. But today uh chris we want to follow up a little bit more and emphasize this because we were complained before we knew what the uh, president was going to do then he has this major speech and he has six significant points and they're all significant and it's it's a it's a big deal because uh, uh you know the the statement that a lot of people are using right now and we use it in, in our title uh because it's uh he uh, biden said you know this is not about freedom. It's about personal choice or personal choice. Uh, this, this, is about, uh, this, this is about vaccines. So he separates the two, vaccines and safety for the people. So it's exactly opposite. And I got to thinking, you know, why is everybody using this? It's significant. And, and, and we would point this out if nobody else didn't say, that's what it really is all about. But why would the left come up? and sort of promote that you know and put it in their headline and my guess is they don't they're not offended by it they want to further explain Uh, The president thought that was a positive. He wouldn't say that if he didn't think that was a positive for the people. That you know, you right-wing Republican libertarians, you're obsessed with this idea of liberty, and that's old-fashioned. That that comes from Thomas Jefferson, but he's long gone. So we we don't believe in that stuff anymore. What we believe in is the government being useful to the people and help the people take care of their medical needs, give them their vaccines when they need it, and even if they don't. Know they need it it is our job to explain to them that you need more injections and if that doesn't work we know that the next suggestion will be more and more uh, chris the one thing that bothers me about uh, a suggestion in this is is this emphasis on making sure the kids get it oh they're testing another another vaccine and put the kids in it and to me It's bad medicine, it's horrible medicine, but it's also a way, you know, it emphasizes this old principle, you know, you give me your kids up until the age of six and we convert them, we can brainwash them. They don't use the word brainwashing, but we can condition them into being obedient citizens. So that's it. You take those little kids and you see them marching around already, and now they want to put back on. Chris, what I'd like to suggest to our viewers, and uh, uh, it's very simple. Uh, The the, the president has interpreted what we need and what should be done, and it's going to be popular, and he's going to be reelected on this, which I highly doubt. So I would like to take a message or get a message from what's happening on on the football games. I hear there's a lot of people turning out, like 500, 5,000, 50,000. Well, that's where the real voting is and counts. So what we need are the people who like football and like to be out and like to forget about uh, Biden for a while. They should be in first in line to be in, uh, in, in, in opposition to that, to resist. And I think that's, a, that's what is happening right now. So, Chris, I'd like to do whatever we can to wake people up to start having peaceful resistance to all this nonsense we're getting out of Washington.
1: Oh, Dr. Paul, what a speech that was. It was filled with lines that made no sense. Foremost being this is not about freedom or personal choice. Then why are you trying to use force? It's because this is a choice. Biden is trying to make the choice for you. He doesn't like the choice that you're making if you haven't gotten the shot. And the choice is, do you want Pfizer or Moderna in your body? Yes or no? That's the choice before every one of us. And many say yes, they do. Many say no way under no conditions whatsoever. And that's the way it's supposed to be to each his own. It's your body. But Biden says no. And he says, quote, our patience is wearing thin. So he's he's saying you better get Pfizer or Moderna into your body because we're losing patience. This is reprehensible behavior. It's outrageous. And this is 100% about freedom and personal choice
0: very very good you know and one tool that they use all the time uh no matter what the subject is uh the fed federal government the authoritarians get their way by threatening people the threat is you know if you don't do it you're going to die that's way they, uh, they do it on foreign policy you have to go to war we have to go and take over Iraq and Afghanistan and uh, that because they're going to come here and bomb us and uh, and, and you know they fit, put build fear into the people and they have to do that with this as well so they, they they scare the people into it right now it's another new virus coming in it's in 49 out of the 50 states already. Well, you know those those uh, football fans haven't read the news. Then they don't seem to be too worried about it. And uh, does that mean that uh, everybody should be free to do dumb things? No, I think most free people do the smartest things they can for their own benefit. Uh, so this is this is something though that it it, it is a big de- a big deal, and uh, and yet. They, they threaten everybody, and right now the enemy has become the people. No longer is it the virus, and uh, also the, uh, the ultimate enemy uh, for the authoritarians are the, the people who don't want to do it. They might disobey, or they're pressuring uh, the administration on not doing these things. And those are the unvaccinated. I, I, I sure hope they don't get away with uh, achieving the fact that the real evil in this world are the people who are thinking for themselves and challenging the government. That's what, that's what people are supposed to do, and that's what the Constitution instructs. If you don't like what's going on, you, you have a right to speak out and you have a right to challenge what the government is doing. But to be totally obedient and roll over and do whatever the government says, or they'll take away your benefits they do it with the corporations the whole works they deny the benefits so this this is something you know right now you know up until now they say we can't make the corporations do this but in this i read that yes the corporations are going to roll over and do it so they say one thing they back off and and of course uh there was a little bit of confusion about we- whether or not it'll affect the uh postal workers so uh, there's over 600,000 of those and uh there must have been an outcry from that or a contradiction that was too much they could bear so it looks like well maybe we better not do that that doesn't mean they're not going to do it i mean they are for a year and a half they said we don't have the authority to tell uh, tell the corporations and force them what to do but we sure can blackmail them, and we can sure intimidate them. If they don't do what we say, they'll never get another nickel out of the credit system, or whatever they say, or your contract with the government has been canceled. So this is uh, th- this is something that I think is uh, very, very wrong, intimidating, to use this whole idea that you build up dependency, and it was a tool used in the Soviet system. Everybody had a job, and everybody play, had a place to live. Sometimes it was pretty cruddy, but if they didn't do, if they resisted or spoke out, uh, they were not arrested. And they were not put in prison. They were already in prison. They weren't put. They weren't put in in prison. What they did, they lost their job and they lost their place to live. Well. Indirectly, already there's a lot of people losing their place to live with the system that we're having. They're out, they're out living in tents, and we're paying for the tents. And if we are overcrowded by immigrants, we put them up in hotels, and we uh, make it more difficult for the tax-paying citizens of this country to survive. Chris?
1: Yes. Yes. Very good, Dr. Paul. The next outrageous statement that I'm going to address is when Biden said, "We're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers." hold on a second. (laughs) Isn't that what the vaccines are for? If the vaccines are not protecting those that got them, why did they get them? You know, vaccines, you know, we already know this. The CDC has said it themselves. They don't prevent you from getting COVID or transmitting uh, it to others. So that means if you put only vaccinated people into a room, into a restaurant, into a store or a stadium, they are all at risk to each other even though they're vaccinated. I remember reading a few months ago, I think it was a few months ago, a fully vaccinated cruise ship had a COVID outbreak even though they, they were all vaccinated. So the vaccinated are a threat to each other. This idea of protecting them from unvaccinated is nonsense, but you know, it's, it's PR, it's propaganda that, that works with a lot of people. We can all give COVID to each other, we can all get it from each other. So this idea of protecting the vaccinated from the unvaccinated is total nonsense.
0: Chris, what you've just uh, proposed there for us is the evidence and the explanation of uh, what the real purpose is behind here. Uh, You've gone into the unscientific approach to what they're doing, uh, the non-medical approach to it, and it doesn't make a sense. But to whom does it make sense? It makes sense to the people who want authority, and it makes makes sense uh, uh, to the people whose real goal about the last year and a half has been to have vaccine passports. And that's why I think they want the kids to have it, everybody to have it. And even if you can't catch it and all this stuff, uh, they want you to have a passport that uh, permits you to go any place and everywhere that you desire. Uh, And then they mock what what liberty is all about. And uh, they mock the liberty and they say, but the government will make you safe. Yeah, sure. They're going to they're going to make a say and they're going to give us a sound dollar and get rid of the inflation and make it transitory. And but we will protect the people because we've sent when they're in trouble, we always send everybody a check and there will never be a price to pay. That's where they're wrong. There will be a price to pay. And I think we see signs already of that happening. And unfortunately, one of the major prices that we have to pay under this obsession uh, with dependency on, on government will be the lowering of the standard of living. And it starts with the middle class and it's already there. A bunch of middle class people are out on the street uh and in spite of the fact the situation is so weird that uh if they had integrity maybe they would take a job that's being offered but there's no economic incentive to go and work uh for less money than you can get by sitting back uh the one thing is, is that common sense tells us that can't last it, it doesn't make any sense if it if it did and the fact that we have so, so far, the, uh, the uh, reserve currency of the world it gives us license to do it. And in many ways, we have gotten away with this. But the point I'm trying to make is all this stuff and all this authoritarian stuff uh, whittling away of our liberties, less ability to adapt uh, when there will be the financial crisis that will be that will come. Then uh, the, it'll really be difficult because the worse things get the more the government grows. Just think of what happened uh, when the depression finally hit which was predictable in the 1930s, 1929 because there was a financial bubble. And uh, and and yet how much new government did we have after that? How much new government did we have when uh, they took advantage of uh, the tragic events of 9-11? Uh, the, the, uh, the taking advantage of that meant that you will never get on an airplane again in a comfortable fashion that you can just walk on. And now look at what has come with COVID, how terrified people are of COVID and what's going on in the airplane, to the point where the stress is that people are getting in fights on the airplane. And uh it's it's at a point where uh something has to give and uh it because it cannot continue. And I think uh what we're looking at and, and talking about today is this major speech by Biden is an indication it should be an indication of, it shouldn't be an, uh, an indication of reassurance. It, <clears throat> it should be an indication that it's time for us to wake up and start thinking how do we resist? Are we going to wait for the next election and see if that works? Well, we should, you know. Pay attention to that, and, and who knows, maybe maybe uh, Biden would never be reelected. Uh, he might even have to resign before that. We, we don't know that. But in the meantime, we have to talk about resistance, and that is why I think it's just great when you see these large crowds and, and they're non-violence. Just think of, of uh, how over the government reacts when they think they're being challenged or they create the atmosphere of being challenged. Just think of the overkill in trying to punish people who were, for the most part, peaceful demonstrators on the 6th of January. And yet they're still being held without due process of law. And they can be even there might even be held in, uh, in solitary confinement. So we're reaching a point where I think uh, people are starting to say and they have a right to say it. Enough is enough. We better change our tune and start resisting.
1: That's 100% correct, Dr. Paul. I will finish up along those lines because it seems like they're confused. Biden said, what more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? And he doesn't seem to get it. They, they don't seem to get it. People are not waiting for anything. They don't need to say anything else. You know, the government and all the people on the television, they thought and hoped that once they got that FDA approval on there, that people would just, okay, that's it. That's their, their green light to go get it. It didn't happen, FDA, FDA approval did not matter. It's because it looks like, and I can't say this with certainty, that the, the, those of us who are left do not want it. And so, but from the government's perspective, as always, the, they do the only thing that they know how to do, threaten harder, push harder, never stop pushing harder. And you know what? <laughs> We're at the point, you, there's no getting our life back This should be learned by people, whether you do the mask, you separate, you do this, you do that. There is no going back to normal. You know, after this, if this is ever conceded, it will be booster shots, too, and they will be mandated. And everybody will say, well, we did it before. You have to do it again. And that is how it's going to be. They're already doing that in Israel. Those who got the two shots are no longer fully vaccinated. They're up to three and talking about the fourth one. And that's it. You're back in the back of the line. You have restrictions on you, even though you got those two shots. This is no way to live. This is an existence at most, maybe, if you survive all these shots that they want to stick into you. Who knows what happens down the line? Nobody knows. So we're not here to merely just exist at the pleasure of, you know, these other people. We're here to live free and independent lives.
0: Very very good, Chris, that was excellent. You you know, uh, so often we've heard, and I've said it myself, why do they do this? It doesn't make any sense. I don't say that so much anymore, because I have a different understanding about what's going on. It isn't uh, just the fact that uh, they didn't have good economic education, they didn't go to the Mises Institute to learn about monetary policy, none of that. And everything that they do, whether it no matter what kind of a tragedy, they never want to waste a tragedy because they can stir up the people over. So whether it's 9-11 or whether it's, uh, uh, you know, the uh, COVID uh, virus that we have to deal with, we have to make use of it. And uh, literally, I believe now that their goal is chaos. And if you say, well, who would do that? And I had a struggle with that for a long time uh, because I would read books decades ago about the march to war in, in the Second World War. I said, it's impossible. Nobody would do things. But then when you read the details of what, what motivates them, you know, the structure of the world and world empires and the new world order, and all of a sudden it makes a greater sense. So which group of people right now would benefit the most from this continuous chaos keeps building? Let's say for a minute, Chris, that that we're correct in this, that everything they're doing on monetary policy with the Federal Reserve and all this COVID reaction is making things work. And what Biden is doing is total chaos that he's asking for. Well, I don't think we can solve the problem of what is his personal motivations because, uh, you, you know, it would be different. But for the very few who have the maximum amount of power, uh, the deep state people who control the Fed and all the financing that goes on, uh, they, they have a goal. And it's related to cultural Marxism and uh, the marxism efforts now are in full blossom they're growing like loops and bounds it's waking in some people but it's still something that's out in the open and it used to be quiet and behind the scenes but what we're seeing is the fruition of you know nearly a hundred years of progressivism which was a lot worse than just dealing with progressivism because you know honest progressives are people that we worked with because they believe in limited government on civil liberties and they didn't believe in all these wars. But that's not, not the case. What it, What is going on now is uh, the people who support uh, classical Marxism, which existed, you know, in, in the beginning of the Soviet system and the communism of the last century. That uh, that was a, a, a deliberate thing that they said. And, and what their position they took is it's easier to build you know, a Marxist system, if you eliminate everything else in front of it, uh, you, you know, get rid of it. They want chaos. They want the elimination of a structure. That's why when they developed this intellectually, everything had to be an attack. It shouldn't be like, uh, well, maybe we should, uh, uh, you know, have a few liberties here and there. And uh, we, we should act more defiantly and not go to war on it. No, everything is designed to break down the culture because culture or Marxism says so. So the schools have to be attacked. The churches have to be attacked. And just think it's what's happened this last year. They might not have been successful, but they've been messing things up. And if they continue, they will be successful. But uh, they have infiltrated. They have control of it. And then you uh, then you have the uh, politicians now who understand the system. They have so many people debating and then uh, on the largesse of government as well as their protection and their safety and their medical care their food stamps and on and on that uh they they can handle it um it it, it is that do what you do what they tell us or they'll take away our food stamps and uh, people won't they'll suffer much more and the tragedy is is the financial system has set the stage that any country or any individual or corporation that lives way beyond its means uh, will have to be forced to live beneath its means. But when you have the uh Credit of a, of, a, uh, of, a, of, a, of a currency, the world currency, you get license to print, 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 and it lasts a lot longer. But we've lived beyond our means. A lot of people have, set, have uh, been benefited by it. And right now, we have tremendous wealth in this country. But believe me, it's shifting and this is why the door has opened up for these culture marxists they have believed it they've been there they've been filled with, and they prepared for the day when they could appeal to the masses of people and they're saying look it's a big you know it's free enterprise it's the big business people and it, it is it is the big corporation if they've been on the on the dole if they're part of the establishment and they are and that's why you have that giant corporations who go along with all this It's all the lockdown the average person say no that doesn't make any sense but the big corporations and the big banks go along with it the more chaotic it is the more people uh instead of saying resist resist that's what we'd like to see people to know what's going on and resist no they're saying uh they're saying we need more government i've always been fascinated at looking at uh, inflationary problems around the world over history because every time the prices go up like they are in I mentioned earlier that they're going up uh, over 8% now, and that's a lot more than the government has admitted. Uh, what, what the people will say now is, well, you know, uh, I can't buy enough groceries. I, I have to cut back. I have to live less, less, uh, with less now, and uh, that, is, <clears throat> that is true. They have to live now beneath their means. But what happens if the whole country has to? But there will be a few—the very, very powerful. They probably have their plans laid out uh, because there's always the, you know, the very, very deep state that protects against this. The only answer for this is for more and more people to understand what liberty is all about. If you want to, if you want to live in a society that is free and possible, if you want to live in a society where decency exists, you have to look. And give up and undermine this whole idea of nihilism. You know, the whole idea that uh, that you can't know anything about truth. That's what a ultra um, uh, status is. You you can't know the truth. That's why you. That's why they do all these dumb things. No, they. They don't believe you can know the truth. I happen to believe in a higher law that is capable that you cannot cancel out the truth by merely telling you that this is not true. That the truth is there, but the but the socialists and the Marxists they have to cancel out the truth because that's what they can't stand, and that is what this part of this cultural Marxism is all about, and this wokeism is all about, and uh, all all that doing, and the control is going to be through this. This uh, culture uh, through the uh, uh, vaccine uh, passports. And that's marching along. That's why this hope, this hope that uh, and I don't think uh, in six months from now, uh, Biden is going to say, oh, I got everything I wanted. No, I have more faith in the people. I, I just think the people have to wake up. That's not going to happen, so it's going, going to linger, but it's been incremental for a long time. In the end, it's usually a climactic end to all this, so what we would like to do is suggest there's a better way, and that is understanding and defending the principles of uh, a free society and the principles of personal liberty and that you can't convey to other people rights that belong to individuals to certain groups. So that, I think, is a solution. The founders understood it. We did well. But right now, I think we're at a crossroads and we need a lot of support and people saying enough is enough and we're not going to pay any more attention to all this. We reject the whole notion of massive, uh, you know, cultural uh, cultural uh, control uh, through vaccine passports. That is where the line really better be drawn.